0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right,
1: welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about boats. Now, what I was thinking about is, man, with gangs, MS-13, the Latin Kings, and, I don't know, Nazis, all these crazy prepper groups out there, all kinds of stuff, you know, I feel like eventually the Raiders catch up with you. Right. You know, either I'm going into the woods, far into the woods.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: you got to go far if you're going to be self-reliant. Right. Because um, otherwise, you know, you're sharing the deer, the everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe escaping the sea, especially if you're like live in Baltimore, Washington, D.C., you know? Yeah. New I mean, York City. What's it going to take if, you know, I mean, if, the, if it's some kind of slow natural disaster that you see coming months in advance— then you obviously have time to prepare and do something. But if it's an EMP or, you know, a run on the banks and then the next day freaking, you know, riot in the streets and then Antifa and then looting and whatever, and all of a sudden it's kind of gang controlled America. Cause honestly, there's not enough people out there protecting. If right. all the crazy went crazy, mm-hmm. you know, it, it really could get away. Um, so I can't help but think if I'm the guy who lives in Baltimore, D.C., L.A., one of these, you know, areas, maybe I want to get on my boat and head out.
2: That's right. That does
1: not sound like if you want to live long term, I feel like that may be (laughs) I mean, all the scenarios I see that go, you know, all the prepper books, all the different stuff. Unless the world gets its shit together and everything turns back to normal. I kind of feel like you're going to be dead within a year. Yeah. No matter what you do.
2: Yeah. Um, one of the one of the things I think about is is plague, you know, some sort of uh disease whether man-made or naturally occurring. You know, if you can isolate yourself on a boat, you don't have to worry about that.
1: New York City, you know, The Lights go out. You're smart enough to figure out it's an EMP. People just think it's the power is out for the first 10 hours at least. Uh huh. You walk down to the pier, get in your boat, smooth sailing,
2: smooth sailing. That's right. And and especially if you have a sailboat,
1: dock costs in New York City, though. Yeah, New York Harbor that might be an expensive little feat, but you could. And even small units are expensive. I can
2: tell you this, though. You
1: could have a boat on a trailer and drop it yeah. in.
2: If you have a boat. If
1: your car worked. If, if it you wasn't have a an boat EMP, and you have
2: it moored in any place in the United States, it's estimated that you're paying about half that you would pay as rent. So well, if you're living on the boat, that's you're already you saving money. just cut the money. line. You don't mm-hmm. even have
1: to untie it. Just mm-hmm. break out the knife. <laughs> we're out. Yep. Give the dock a little shove. Mm-hmm. Bon voyage. Bon voyage. All right. <laughs> you know, and- as a former sailor, well, and by sailor, I mean I was in the Navy, not that I know how to sail a sailboat. Right. I, I have Big limited, <laughs> limited knowledge on sailing a sailboat, mm-hmm. enough to know that if that's your plan, take a class. Yeah. Like, it could be a week, mm-hmm. you know, like five hours of sailing. Yeah, that's they, okay.
2: I actually uh, was reading, you know, doing research on it, and they said if you're, if you're planning on spending – more than a year at sea, that you should have six years of or six months of practice with your boat first.
1: That that sounds right. Um, Captain Ron is one of my favorite movies. Excellent. So movie. I feel like just because I've seen Captain Ron, mm-hmm. that may be enough.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I watched Waterworld. Oh, mm-hmm. now that that's a whole thing. And some they of the, had the people jet had skis, gills. They had, he had gills. Kevin Costner had gills. Woo! Amazing.
1: Some good stuff right that there. That was an awful movie, though. Actually, if, if you
2: have not <laughs> now, seen Waterworld, dude,
1: he's saying don't. Waterworld was an awful movie. Captain Ron excellent, <laughs> is my A1 number one recommendation for uh-huh. the week.
2: 100 percent
1: I made the old lady watch it and she was not impressed.
2: She didn't think it was and as I'm funny. Like, this is <laughs> he awesome. had a glass eye that he kept losing. It was great. He, kept popping he out. crashed into the Great Barrier Reef. How do you not? I don't understand it. I, I felt a connection.
1: All right? So I'm just saying that there may be an option. Now, so escaping the sea, you're telling me that people have done it or have oh, planned This is it? Ha- this has
2: happened all through history. Okay. Um, Do tell. Well, there's the, the Uru people in Lake Titicaca, South which, I mean, America. if you're going to live in a lake, why not that? It's the largest lake in the in like in uh South America okay it's the highest elevation wise of any navigable lake in the world really now the uru people have been living there for thousands of years at least so they what they did was they they were building giant rafts like massive floating islands and uh, out of the out of the reeds they would they would cut and anytime the uh I think it was the the Incas and the Kulus that were their their enemies, and anytime something would come up, so you're they just float out to the middle, and you're saying just live the there.
1: Gangs of the time,
2: the gangs of the time would come right. out
1: and try and wreak havoc, bring their you know aggressive, violent behavior, mm-hmm. and they'd say, "No, fuck you! I'm going out in a boat." Yep, they just push off, and they'd li- and this they'd is, live out there this for, is what for six saying. months, this years is at exactly a time. Exactly my point. Yep. So when you're in Washington, D.C., and you're like, wait, I feel like there's an angry mob of chaos and ugliness. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm in a swamp of evil.
2: Right. And the truth just is, when, the it, when it comes down to that, just being, a, a, you know, a thousand yards off the coast is enough. You know? Just get out, you know, outside of gunshot range. They're not going to swim out there. And what, they're going to chase you down with your boat? With their boat? But you're also in a boat. You just keep (laughs) moving away. You know, Um, I I know a a lot of people talk about. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people talk about sailboats, and that's a real sustainable way. But any any sailboat, any modern sailboat has has an outboard motor that can you know getting out of a harbor and things like that with a sailboat. You can't do it with the sails. The
1: navigating is just silly. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, in the tight quarters like that, right? Um, but we're gonna get to that. Now, what else? So, the new route? Now, now there, do they there's live also- on the boat? Well, do they live on... So, you're saying they're like giant barges made out of reeds? But, yeah.
2: They're basically floating islands is okay. what they are. Now, now, that's not the only... How do
1: they, they work? And they've been doing this since forever.
2: Forever. They're still there now. If you go to Lake Titicaca, you, you'll you find them Just out on the water. Just when I start
1: walking over to them, mm-hmm. they're going to be like later.
2: And, you know who... Now, now Lake Titicaca is... Uh, it's a, um, it's a lake that is on the border of Chile and, um, uh, I think it's Bolivia. Okay. And, uh, so they, they don't pay taxes. What? No taxes.
1: You have my attention. And actually, <laughs> when you brought this up to me, when we started discussing this, uh huh. the, uh, I did a quick YouTube search, started watching, you know, some videos about people on their barges. Yep. And uh, they were all, like, fat. And I'm like, wait a minute, they look pretty happy. Yes. They weren't like, oh, I'm working, I'm a slave to the grind. They were like, I got my beer belly, Mm -hmm.
2: and I don't know if it's from beer or just they eat a lot of fish. I don't know. Well, I'm assuming that if you spend your entire life on the water, you can catch enough fish. You know how to do it. You can catch enough fish that you can sell some for beer money.
1: Beer money. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like now, what they're doing.
2: The Aztecs actually had uh, that a city that uh, uh, it's now uh, where Mexico City was. Okay, and it was basically a big lake with with islands as rings that you would have to cross bridges to get to each each consecutive island, and they had floating. Islands that they grew vegetables and, and produce on to supply themselves.
1: Like now in our advanced world, it just occurred to us that we might start doing that. We something can make like that,
2: yeah, we can start doing this, right? Right. They, they did it for, for thousands of years before the Spaniards showed up. Mm. Now, what killed them is the Spaniards were able to uh, destroy their aqueduct system, mm. so they had no water. So they really just had to wait them out for a few weeks, and then, you know, then they just ran in there and killed everybody.
1: All right, nobody told them about a solar still, Nobody. But we'll get yeah. to that.
2: All right. That's right. Um but all through history there's been a there's been a lot of uh organizations that have just functioned as as you know, sea people and living living on the ocean. Um now there's something going on right now uh that I don't I don't think is actually working out. It's called the Freedom Ship. All right, and uh, they're trying to raise eleven uh, million dollars to to get it off I'm the ground. I'm trying to raise eleven million. I'm to what do the a same. coincidence! Right. right, so it's uh, they have the designs for it. They haven't started construction yet, but it's uh, um, eleven or it's uh one point one miles long.
1: Okay, seven
2: hundred ninety feet. Uh, I'm t- sorry, yeah, uh, two hundred seventy nine feet high, eight hundred and twenty feet wide, which is pretty big. That's bigger than an aircraft carrier. Um, It has housing for 80,000 people on it. It's going to have a hospital, casino, school system, hotel, shopping, which is duty-free because you're out in the middle of the ocean. Nice. And it just would travel around the world, basically, going from port to port. So it's not—
1: Now, is there a flag on this ship, or is it the freedom flag?
2: It's the freedom flag, buddy. All right. Yeah, now it's—I've uh, it's it's. I've been looking into it. It looks pretty impressive. They're saying maybe construction will begin in 2019. Uh, I did some research. You know I it's 2019 seen. right now. It is 2019. I okay. haven't seen anything going on currently. All right. But, I mean, keep your eyes out because this might be it. It's what they call a walking city, basically, that it would just be— Like an know.
1: aircraft carrier.
2: That's right. And it will have uh, air transportation and hydrofoils. To get back and forth to to the shore Yes That's really what excited me, the hydrofoils Sure Um, Now You probably learned about hydrofoils first from G.I. Joe back in the day That's right, G.I. Joe had them, legit Now, do you want to talk about um, Sealand? Tell me
1: about Sealand, now this is over in England, where is this? Not quite it's Tell me more off
2: the coast of Essex so right. it is it is near England
1: but you know I mean there's a lot of confusion and, and a lot of people out there England and Ireland and Scotland. Now Ireland's its own island. It's right. nice they're happy, but then there's Scotland and England. Right, are the, the same island country, of, Isle of Man. Country,
2: Yeah, They're not the same country. There's Great Britain. There's the United <sighs> Kingdom. They all very, encompass different things, and it makes no sense. There is I, a lot of confusion. I talked to a friend of mine that was Irish about it, and he explained the whole thing to me. Really? What'd he say? I, I have no idea. Well, because he was speaking Irish. Because there's, there's like 40 different... Yeah, because there's 40 different things. There's England. There's Great Britain. There's the UK. And... Then Ireland is not really any of them, and then shit—we're all the British Empire, right? Right. So I don't—I don't know what's what.
1: All right. So I mean, I'm as sure, long as we're clear on that, yeah. Like they don't even know what's
2: going on with their own country. I feel like if uh, some of our British listeners could send me an email that broke <laughs> it down, break this down. but it, the, I still wouldn't understand that five minutes after I read it. You all. might need to draw a map, <laughs> right. <laughs> all right? All right. So just wanted so, to be clear what is not in the united kingdom all right is the the principality of Sealand. now it's all right was basically it was an anti-aircraft platform built by the british during world war 2 all right to protect shipping and watch out for mine laying ships uh nazi mine laying ships uh so patty bates uh claims that it's a sovereign state and what he did was he seized it from a group of pirate radio broadcasters. People were running pirate radio off of it. And he just went out there and took it from them in 1967. All right. Now, his son, Michael Bates, was named the region in 2012. But a lot of stuff has happened in the the, the history. All right, so in 1968, British workers... Uh, entered Sealand's territorial water, waters. I'm using air quotes here. Territorial waters, and were fired on by Michael Bates. That's the son. All right. Uh, he was charged with uh, gun crimes um, by the British government, but the case was dropped because it was outside of British territorial waters. Now, it's only uh, six miles off the coast, or okay. seven miles off the coast. So that's questionable, right? Right. But in August two, uh, 1978, Alexander uh, Achenbach, who was a German resident but also had a Sealand passport, attacked Sealand with jet skis, speedboats, he had a helicopters,
1: passport and he attacked. But he his also home? attacked
2: it because he wanted it for himself. Helicopters, ski boats, or uh, helicopter speedboats and uh, jet skis you- with German mercenaries attacked it when uh when uh Roy uh, Patty Roy Bates and his wife were in England ah, only, his son to, they go right, away. only his son Michael was there they grabbed him they captured Sealand held him hostage but he had weapons stashed on the on the platform that they didn't know about so he ended up breaking out fighting him off and capturing uh Alexander Achenbach, captured him, held him hostage, and demanded, uh, let me see, I have it written down here, uh, demanded a ransom for 75,000 Deutschmarks, which is $35,000 at the ah, time. Because if we don't compare it to American right. I money, mean, the government, don't have any idea. The government of Germany demanded that England uh, take care of this and released the hostage, and they said, "Well, according to this court document from ten years ago, we have no grounds there.
1: We have no so ground. it's not
2: even part of part of the UK. So he ended up actually getting the the ransom. Yeah, he released Aken uh, and Akenbach established <laughs> established the government in exile back in Germany." which is known as the Sealand uh rebel government. Mm. So as far as we know it's it's still it's still run by Michael uh it's still run by Michael. He's still the the prince of of Sealand. And uh you can get passports, you can buy passports. They have their own um they have their own sports team but they won't nobody's recognizing them as a country so they can't enter in the the Olympics. Damn it but they have uh they have their own sports team and uh you know they do curling and uh swimming and things like that amazing how many stuff. people
1: live how do we have like a square footage or a mile thing on yeah, this it, island it's
2: it's point zero one miles is the size of sealand
1: i feel like but, how do we have this team is it all one guy is the, no, all the athletes? it's all they
2: just let uh, uh, other athletes from other countries Represent oh, them in events. Now it's making more sense. Right. Just like we can get the passport. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So now they uh, a swimmer came, uh swam from Sealand to the coast of England. Okay. And they knighted him. He's what? now he's now a knight of Sealand. Oh uh, so Sealand knighted him. Sealand knighted him. Because it is it's a it's a it's a kingdom. It's not a there's no elect elected government. Mm. It's just rulers, and it's passed down heredity, you know by heredity and um so I mean this has been going on for for a good fifty years now, so I feel like I feel like the United States honestly should recognize them as a nation
1: We should just come clean with it
2: they've got their own flag, they coin their own money, and it matches up the money that they have matches up dollar for dollar with the American dollar.
1: Really, the yes. Holds.
2: So whatever whatever the dollar's value is, is what their va- their currency is valued at. Hmm. So, just saying, just saying, you could escape to Sealand if you live in England. Get a that passport. Might be your way you out can buy right a passport. There. That's right. That might be your spot.
1: Yeah, but if it's point .1 kilometers or miles,
2: point .1 miles. It's
1: weird they would use miles.
2: Well, it's it's. Also, oh, that's all living space. America. That's all living space. That's not the the waters themselves.
1: Ah, okay. So, so if I bring my own boat, kind of more right. up out there, I got you can add to their.
2: You can add to their. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, that's I like right. it. All right, so um, so really, more when we discussed this, you were like, "Let's do a podcast on boats. It'll be awesome." Yeah. And I was like, "Eh, because you had all these wild fantasies about sea cities, land in sea and and, yes. cities in sea and cities in sea." I fully believe that this barn is possible. Ships. I thought we were gonna like it was gonna be Titanic. People
2: were gonna be out, you know, leaning off the front of a boat. That's right. With their arms out. Dolphins were jumping. You can buy oil platforms and live there if you want to. That's a thing. That's a thing. All right. So, there's the diseases a lot of can't get out to here. you on the oil platforms.
1: Smart, that's
2: got to be a really
1: big thing. You know, that's sneeze. better than like the plague or flesh eating virus.
2: Mm-hmm. Oil platform, oil platform, you probably get direct TV, right? Why not? What do you think the guys that were drilling for oil out there were doing? Marky Mark, mm-hmm. yeah, right. All right, I'm saying it. All right,
1: so Kevin brought all this, and I was like, Well, that sounds like a great podcast, mm-hmm. but I was like, Really. I think you're crazy and we're not going to do it. So it got shelved for a good month or two. It was probably close to six months.
2: Close we've been, we've been vaguely months. talking about this podcast and, <laughs> and it Chuck shooting just, me down time so then, after time.
1: Then I start looking in all these things and I'm like, man, gangs and bad stuff and, you know, all the stuff I mentioned in the beginning of right. this episode. I was like, you know, Kevin might be on to something, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go to sea land. So I'm thinking, what if I want to put together a boat to get out of there? Well, the more I think about it, I feel like I don't want to be on a boat indefinitely. Right. Um. I, I like kind of the idea, if you had the big community and whatever, but it, in my mind at the moment and with my budget and whatever, kind of seems a little fantasy-like. Right. doesn't seem realistic or practical. So what I would think is... I think you're going to want to find the deserted island. Now, if you're like, oh, there's an island just 30 miles out and it's small and nobody's there. Well, somebody else might be thinking that, too. Mm -hmm. So that's maybe not going to pan out for you. You might have to do some sailing. Mm -hmm. And I mean month, two months. You know, you might have to make a commitment here. Right. So my idea is you get on a boat and you go, but I do think there should be some purpose. I think if you're going to consider something like this, you're going to have to put some time in and, and understand some navigation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably, you know, I mean, I would go with the obvious of so the GPS, some kind of little weather radar, some kind of you know little things that you can do. Yeah, well, you're also but,
2: you're also going to want to be able to make your own fresh water. Well, we're getting there. We're getting right. there.
1: Well, you're you're you're
2: rushing me. Okay.
1: So I also, you know. But you're going to need to kind of understand the stars and charts like that and a little bit of navigation, you know, without communication from the outside world because EMP, that kind of thing, it Mm -hmm. could get hairy. Now, Kevin is right. So first thing, I, I think sailboat is really the way to go. However, when I did my research, I did discover something called the electric yacht. All right. Now, this is a company that makes electric motors that you basically rip out the gas or diesel motor that's in your boat, throw this thing in, and it, you know, usually they're meant to like match up to the same brackets and it'll connect to the same drive shaft.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's an electric motor that you can run off solar panels. Nice. You know, your own battery setup. Mm-hmm. The ones that I was looking at were 48 volt. So they were doing, like, eight 6-volt batteries. You know, you're talking deep cell, you know, big. You're going to pay 200 bucks probably a battery, mm-hmm. something like that. But, obviously, you can do the math. You could do 12, you know, 12-volt batteries and just do four of them and whatever. But, again, it's the more, you know, the more amp capacity that you have. Storage, whatever you'll be able to go, you know, longer without recharging, whatever. Mm -hmm. Depending on the sun, you 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 don't have to worry
2: about the trees blocking out the sun.
1: Trees won't block out the sun, but the clouds can. That's right. But usually, when there is clouds, there is wind. So it kind of is like a trade off. But anyway, something to look at. I checked it out. I couldn't find a local dealer, however, I did find them for sale on eBay for you're pretty expensive in that like five thousand dollar neighborhood. Okay. Um, but that's doable if it's a priority
2: for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if you're living in the city, I don't think that should be killing you. Now, next. So we kind of got the motor covered and some solar panels. And basically, it was like $5,000, then figure another grand in batteries, and then figure probably another grand in solar panels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have those like flexible sheet solar panels. Yeah. Though I would look into something like that but I'm sure you could find a way to do it. I'm sure they have recommendations. If it was something you were serious about, whatever you go with gas or diesel, but I got to tell you, it runs out. Yeah. I mean, if um, Kevin's right, you're going to, you know, you have a small motor gas, whatever to get out of the Harbor. But if you had solar all set up, then that's great too. But I mean, and you could don't get me wrong, just work off sailing, but you can get into trouble with that. Um, there are times when the wind doesn't blow and there's times when the wind doesn't blow the way you want it to. Now a really awesome sailor usually can work yes. with the winds and, and make it happen. You just tacked back Tack, and forth, back and forth in the opposite direction. It'll work. You don't always need the wind at your back. Mm-hmm. You just got to know how to work those sails. That's right. Like I said, I don't know really know. So whatever. I, I read a book. Um, there's actually some pretty good books out there about that kind of thing. Right. But uh, then next thing is water. Now, a lot of these boats have a fresh water tank, but as a lot of you guys know, water weighs a lot.
2: Right. Um,
1: And it just slows you down. It and actually
2: whatever. weighs the same amount as the water you're in. What? That's right.
1: Yeah, but you're still displacing the cover. <laughs> it's not quite the same thing. Don't let Kevin fool you. Um, check it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so bottom line, you have a water tank that's good. Desalinization, it's kind of a tricky business,
2: it is so, a tricky business.
1: If you want serious water, um, you're looking at three or four grand again, right? To have some kind of desalinization set up, and I feel like I'd want some kind of backup to that. Mm-hmm. You know, now they have smaller ones. You can buy little setups for like hundred fifty. Um, I would say if, if you're not up for basically ten grand for an electric motor and five grand for, you know, five for the electric motor, five for the desalinization. And, you know, whatever. I mean you can buy a boat for five grand. The economy the economy's still kinda yeah. Yeah. Where boats are still cheap, you know, people still whatever. And you know, I think your minimum. You're planning on sailing out in the ocean. Your 29-foot is kind of your
2: – Yeah, that's the the, the minimum. smallest you could go.
1: It's, you know, 29, 30 feet is and your – And really
2: if you're going to be living on it and fitting all the uh, the equipment you need, you yeah. probably need more space than that.
1: Um, I got to tell you, if that's my plan, I'm going to have a year worth of survival food buckets on there. Mm-hmm. Um, twelve one month buckets, it's not gonna take up a ridiculous amount of space. It's doable. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the same, you need to plan on fishing and whatever. I I'm saying I would have a year supply and then plan on and then fishing plan on and most of and, my food. You know, whatever. And, yeah. It'd be cool if you could grow some stuff. I don't know if you got solar panels and you know, yeah, stuff trying kind of to, grow. to grow, it gets into a little hairy. Mm-hmm. Um You also might want to look at what kind of nutrition you can get out of the ocean as far as seaweed and different things like that. Other things you might want to look into, though, is people think, oh, I'm in the ocean. I'll be able to fish. When you get out in deep water, sometimes there's no fish. Yeah. Uh, A lot of times. If you're in deep water, there's no fish Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. And it's just kind of nothing. Yeah and maybe maybe you're going to be a seagull hunter. Mm. I don't know. There's maybe there's none you're of that way out dolphins. there too.
2: They t- taste just Kevin like eats tuna. Kevin dolphins. Mm-hmm. So
1: they get caught in the tuna nets, it's all the same thing. It's you don't delicious. You have probably already had dolphin and you don't even mm-hmm. don't even sweat it. So, that's another option. So we got freshwater. We got an electric motor, we got sails. Mm-hmm. We got food storage. Um Again, I would stick with a sailboat as, you know, another option, but you're gonna need charts. You're gonna need like, you know, laying this stuff out. I I think I mean, realistically you could get a, a viable boat for the five grand or something like that, but you're probably not gonna get with the desalinization and you're probably not gonna get the electric motor without shelling out the right. extra. It's doable to say, All right, I'm just gonna sail it. Um, the other option, anarchy comes. Everybody goes crazy, and you get out into the harbor, and there's just boats there. Because mm-hmm. rich people, they're going to their whatever, right? They're probably not going to the boat. They're lake house, lake house. See, see what he did there? Mm-hmm. No, I'm never the guy who's like, yeah, we'll just take other people's shit. But I'm just wondering how many go unattended because people don't even
2: live anywhere near. Yeah. And I've actually been tricked into breaking into somebody's boat. See, that was moored. I didn't even realize I was committing a felony. But now you just submitted to
1: it on. That's AI.
2: how easy it is, though, that you can do it without even realizing you're committing a felony. You don't even
1: realize. Yeah.
2: This girl told me it was her friend's boat, and that's it was my not.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Were you... Yep, I know what you were doing there.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is not appropriate behavior. Now, another thing that you... You see how he just segues? Yeah, we're just going to move on now. Another thing that you're going to want on your boat is is a dinghy. Oof,
1: I like a dinghy.
2: Yeah, you're going to have to be able to uh, get back and forth to land. Uh, you know, if you anchor off the coast of an island, you're not going to know if there are zombies on that island or not. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. go investigate.
1: Next I have to tell you about another thing you want to have on your boat some kind of 50 cal
2: mm. mounted pirates I'm on yeah I'm on board with you now
1: here we're, here we're circling back to Captain Ron
2: Yeah now I read everywhere I read they said uh watch out for pirates make sure you have a shotgun I'm not going to count on a shotgun for no, for You're, uh, you're for going pirates. for a mounted 50? Yeah yeah you need some sort of belt fed high caliber weapon
1: all right, and if not, learn how to shoot mm-hmm. um I would recommend some sniper skills it's It's hard really when you're going fast up and down with that
2: handgun It's hard when you're going up and down and the other boat boat is also going up and down but if you remember captain Captain Phillips, do you remember did yes. you ever see the movie?
1: I didn't watch it.
2: I remember reading in the articles. I did watch the movie later on, but the snipers from the the, awesome. the us navy the, they were seals on the ship they attached on to this uh, this boat that captain Phillip was in it was a uh, basically a um uh, survival at sea type of A
1: rib or something
2: yeah it was it was a hard plastic with a with a shell you yeah. know you know over the top of you and through the windows of this this boat the snipers were able to simu- simultaneously shoot three Three terrorists, three pirates. At the same time, while well, they were going up and down and the boat was going up and down. That's some skills right there.
1: Well Navy SEALs.
2: Navy SEALs.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So if you're a Navy SEAL You ain't get you don't even have to worry about you it. You don't even need to worry about it.
2: Mm-hmm. You just get in a boat. You're good.
1: Day in ports a day wasted is what I say. That's right. Um, no, not bad. So, I mean that's pirates. I feel like there's not much, you know.
2: You know, but you don't have to <laughs> worry about the pirates if you are the pirate. Oh. So, I mean, that might be the way to go.
1: Maybe some kind of, uh, you know, no quarter flag. Mm hmm. Yep. That's right. You guys know what I'm talking about. Skull and about. Bones,
2: Jolly Roger. Run whatever. that shit up. Run the take shit what up, you and
1: you want. Know, Kevin, what is this? turning into something ugly. Well, now, whatever. I don't ex- know if you I'm guys remember, but way back in some of the earlier episodes, Kevin used to give me grief because I would be yawning through the podcast. Yes, and we actually had a listener like put in a review or something. It was like, you know, if Chuck wasn't yawning, mm-hmm. maybe well one because we record these pretty late at night because when we're done with work,
2: whatever. Right. So and we're probably three or four beers in. Three or four already beers in, I get
1: comfortable. Now Kevin's like, look, you just pause it. You look the other way. You stop Mm -hmm. talking. I can't do it. So I tried to limit the amount of yawning that you get in the podcast. And it's better. You know, I do what I can do. But I was at a lady's house doing a repair on, I want to say, New Year's Eve or the day before. And she calls up and tells my answering service, well, you know, I don't think the guy did it right because he looked really tired when he was out here. Uh, And I think he had other things he would have rather been doing. Okay. So I was just thinking maybe if our friends at EDC Coffee Mm. maybe want to, you know, I recommend you guys go out, check out their stuff. And maybe they want to throw us a little love. Kevin says, you know, an extra bag of coffee around here. He might be able to liven things up. Mm-hmm. Now, I do have to point out that I told the lady that she had to do, you know, all this work for her stuff to work correctly. And she did none of it because her son thought that I didn't know what he was talk- I was talking about. But then when I went out and proved that he was an idiot, mm. but I still went back for free. Yeah. And then I'm just pissed off and angry. Mm-hmm. But had I had EDC coffee. You'd have been all right. In my mug before you I walked in. She would have been tired. She would have been like, you know, that guy was bright eyed and bushy tailed That's just
2: how Chuck looks, though.
1: I do look tired. <laughs>
2: you know, it's not easy being me. Mm-hmm. Now, the most metal prepping thing that I've Tell ever heard in my metal entire prepping. life happened. All right. Um, what's that? So, uh,. I don't know if you're familiar with the band Cannibal Corpse.
1: I've heard of them. It's metal. It's metal. I don't know what's more metal than Cannibal Corpse.
2: Well, yeah, and you may know some of their classic songs, such as Evisceration Plague or Hammer Smashed Face mm. or I Come Blood. Some of the classics. Who hasn't
1: seen those play out? hmm
2: Well, Pat O'Brien, uh, this was uh, December 10th. And who's December Pat O'Brien? The 10th is the, the guitar player for Cannibal okay. Corpse. Um he called his parents the day before on the 9th and told them the rapture was coming to get ready. Um, then the next day, he um, maybe lit his own house on fire with a military-grade flamethrower. Yes. He used it to throw flames onto his house. Okay, now was that to keep the demons out? or I don't know what was going on in the house, but there was something that it needed to burn for. All right. He ran up the street, to one of the neighbors' houses and kicked in the front door, and told them that they needed to get ready for the rapture. Aliens were coming, and this was it. This is it. He threw one, uh, one of the la- the lady that lived there. He threw her on the ground and hid it in her closet. Smart. She called the cops. He that ran... was also smart. Yeah, he ran outside and hid in her bu- in the bushes in her backyard. And when the police showed up to ask him what was going on. He ran at him with a knife. They tasered him several times. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know how many, but they they said that they tasered him several times. All right. And took him to jail. When they went digging through his, his the ashes of his house, what they found were 50 shotguns, one with a sawed-off barrel. One. 20 semi-automatic rifles. Who
1: two, doesn't have 20 semi-automatic two,
2: rifles Oh, we're just getting warmed up. All right. Two Uzis, uh, two military-grade fire flamethrowers, 20 handguns, thousands of rounds of ammunition, several locked safes, and three human skulls. Wow. Well, that shit is metal.
1: I wouldn't have had the human skulls. Mm-hmm. I don't think. But the rest just sounds normal to me. Seems no reasonable. They didn't
0: the
2: didn't mention anything about stored food or any of that sort of no. stuff, because it's not sensational enough to talk about. But I'm I'm feeling that he was like a true prepper in <laughs> the true, true sense. Yeah. Yeah. So he was uh released on bond on December twelfth for a fifty thousand dollar bond. Nice. So I mean I feel like he's he's back out there. He's living his life. They're going on tour with Slayer this summer, so watch out for it.
1: That's it? You're Be back ready. in the game? Back in that. the game.
2: Back in the game. The only thing that he had in illegal, because this was in Florida, the only thing that he had that was illegal was the sawed-off shotgun. But he did uh, assault, assault a uh, police officer and—, and uh Yeah.
1: Yeah, with a knife.
2: With a knife. I don't know— And we
1: had all those guns, but he chose a knife. He chose a knife weapon. to cut. Ca- yeah choice.
2: That's also metal.
1: Also metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I just want to go watch Death Clock.
2: Yes, yes, Murder Face. Murder
1: Face, Murder Face. <laughs> You're like Death Clock, Death Clock. Yes, you know, yeah. Uh huh. You know, one guy plays all that and sings that. It's fantastic too. It's and, good. It's and good. And then he music. went out on tour and did it, and like mm-hmm. had you know people fill in the band, and taught them all the music. Uh huh. My kids were like, "We gotta go see Death Clock," and I'm like,
2: "Yeah." If you haven't watched. The animated series Death Clock.
1: I don't. I. I don't think I ever watched. Was it more, Death? The first. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Death That's Clock. the name of the band. No, it's, it's the name of the show. I think. Okay. I think so. I mean, yeah. it is the name of the band, but right. I think it's the name of the show. But uh, I, the the season one anyway was phenomenal.
2: Fantastic. Was some
1: kind of clown that likes cocaine.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> he had that big red nose sniffing up all the cocaine. <laughs> birthday death day yes
1: it's like a complete miracle Mm -hmm. it's fantastic and uh so the uh what else we got tack pack let me Mm -hmm. tell you about tack pack guys so we actually are gonna do a little giveaway and i'm gonna talk to you guys about that in one second but i don't know if you know tack pack is a monthly subscription website and basically you sign up you uh, pay them about 49 bucks a month, mm-hmm. and they send you dope shit. Dope shit. Um, Usually AR-15 related. I would say you want to be a gun guy or it's not really for you. Mm-hmm. If you're not an AR-15 guy... Maybe you're all hung up on the AK platform. Right. You want the 7.62 millimeter. You're like, I need a little bit bigger bullet, truck. Mm-hmm. 5.56 five, just isn't quite cutting it. Right. If you're then a socialist TACPAC's and you not, believe in that sort of you know, yeah, You want a commie gun? You're mm-hmm. like, oh, stoner. No, no. Whatever. So that's fine. Then TACPAC might not be right for you. But if you're an AR-15 guy and you love awesome, everyday carry kind of cool shit... Basically overall badass stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I would have to say maybe Tech Pack is something you guys should look into. Right. Over at TacPack.com. And if you did decide to sign up, they're going to send you a gun cleaning mat. You have to use the code BADASS. Code BADASS at your checkout. And they're going to hook you up. So that's really cool. Now, actually, we had a listener who has so many subscriptions to Tech Pack that he was able to secure more than one Mm -hmm. of these badass gun cleaning mats. And he said, you know what? I want to give back to the badass community and share the love. Mm -hmm. So what we decided is if you guys go on your iPhone or whatever it is you use and find your favorite survival and basic badass podcast episode, Share it on Facebook. So if you just bring it up on your phone, like in podcasts or whatever, mm-hmm. and you click share the, you know, whatever, and then you know, share it to Facebook, whatever, and then it'll do it, or it'll give you a linked copy and and drop over there. Share it. Send us an email. Tell us that you did it. We'll pick one of you, and we'll send you a gun, a tack pack, gun cleaning mat for free,
2: for free, free. No All
1: shipping expenses. and handling. No
2: shipping. No nothing. You do have to give us your address because I'm gonna ship it. I'm gonna handle it, it to and you. I'm not gonna charge you anything for that.
1: Actually, our listener is gonna. Ship oh, it nice and handle it. Right. So we don't even have to ship and but handle. We do owe somebody a, uh, a prepping badass patch. Okay. So if you feel like you know what, it's been a couple weeks, two weeks, and I haven't gotten my patch yet.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of dropping the ball on that. All so right. I'm gonna work on that now. If you sign up to Patreon. And donate just a dollar, just a dollar a month, can feed Chuck's whole family.
1: (laughs) For one (laughs) dollar. One dollar a month. Actually, I just ordered some chili mac from my Patriots play. Okay. So I'm just saying, actually- Was it more than a dollar? It was 48 servings for $27. Ooh, that's not too bad. So I feel like... I feel like the kids in Rwanda need to know about this. They need to know, right? Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, I don't know. We actually have a link I can probably put in the show notes for that if you'd like, Um, which I'm sure by the time, you know, people are listening to this in the future, they may not... That deal might be coming, gone. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, I was all excited about it. I was like, $27 and give me some chili mac. And I was asking the kids and I'm like, all right. So if I send them 100 bucks, that means three forty-eight servings of Chili Mac and then like three five-gallon cans of Quick Oats or something. I'm at $105. I get free shipping. And if we eat Chili Mac for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, uh huh. Then we're over a month and a half of food storage.
2: Nice. See what nice. I did there? That would be awful. You can mix it oatmeal that every day. <laughs> you can mix the oatmeal in classic. And this is all the time we're living in a tent. Now I've had the tag. I've had the chili mac. You want to
1: share a tent? and I would, then have the chili bag. That
2: sounds awful. <laughs> I've had the chili mac. I recommend hot sauce. Hot Gets sauce. Tabasco I, I that's will that's last forever. The pros, right yep. there. That's right. Now, right. if you guys want to email us at preppingbadass at gmail dot com,
1: or get one of those prepping badass patches mm-hmm. by signing up at patreon dot preppingbadass, or right. maybe you just enjoyed this episode so much you want to run over to iTunes and just tell the world, or wherever you listen to this podcast, maybe it's Spotify, Stitcher, um, I don't know where
2: else. But yeah, no, I, and th- we've gotten several things. classy reviews.
1: Reviews? I think somebody uh, mentioned that we're retarded.
2: Yes, we're retards. They gave us five stars. Five stars? But we're also retards. Another person called us cucks and gave us five stars. Mm -hmm. Classy stuff. So if you want to get on the bandwagon bashing uh, Chuck and Kevin, as long as you give us five stars, I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I think that's okay. Because in fairness, it is possible then me and Kevin may have at one time or another offended every single person nationality right. race color sex age
2: yeah i We've think pretty so pretty much got you covered If you haven't been offended
1: you're probably email not listening me. you're not paying attention
2: <laughs> <laughs> Email me and list. tell me something bad about yourself <laughs> describe yourself to me and I will shit all over you on one of these podcasts <laughs> If you haven't been offended and you feel left out, let let us know. If
1: you want to live the dream, then that's the trick. But you also may want to use your weekend to go out and buy a boat.
2: That's right. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network.